from the city market, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two douchebags and a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Like stated before, if you believe anything we say or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and, and just, just plain, plain stupidness, you're, you're dumber, dumber than, than us. And, and that's, that's hard, hard to beat. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. Well, um, like Force said, Daniel Jones, $160 million, hmm. four years. Now, originally I got excited because I thought this was Adam Jones, the guitar player for Tool. Oh, that would have been great. But this is Daniel Jones. He's a quarterback for Chicago. Adam Jones from Tool, he deserves it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Now, um, uh, Daniel Jones or even Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. Because he doesn't play anymore. He doesn't serve. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah, so uh, anyhow. Daniel Jones, gosh. Yeah. I didn't think he was all that great of shakes, but... Hundred and what? Hundred and fifty million? Hundred and sixty million. Wow. I'm looking at his twenty twenty two stats. Here. So he's wow, he's gotta be one of the highest paid. <laughs> his rating was ninety two five. Yeah. It's fair. It's, I, mediocre. I mean, it's, it's mediocre, yeah. yeah. His yards are thirty two hundred. That's decent. Touchdowns 15, interceptions 5, which is decent. That's decent. That's a good ratio, but that's still a pretty low number of touchdowns. Yeah. yeah when like, Mahomes had like 50 plus? Uh, he had 40 <laughs> some this year. Yeah. Hang on. But he's had over 50 before. But yeah, 15 total throwing touchdowns. That well, with the Super Bowl and everything, he may have hit, hit the D. Yeah. So let's see. Okay. His final regular season stats is 5,250 yards. Mm. 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, rating of 105.2. So he threw for almost three miles. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his rating is over 10 points higher. Yeah. Let's see, 92? Yeah, well over 10 points. More like 14, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And a tougher schedule to boot. And a lot tougher schedule. And a Super Bowl win. Yeah. So, 80, okay, $82 million in the first two years, virtually $94 million guaranteed at signing. Hmm. So no matter how this pans out, he's going to get that He's going to virtually get $94 million, somewhere right around there. You know, uh, Lamar Jackson, one of his problems is he wants all guaranteed money. Hmm. But if he signed a deal like this, I bet you'd go to any team that would take him. Yeah. If they would trade him because they have to uh, – uh, you know they had what? Uh, well, I've got another one on Lamar Jackson too yeah. that I can go to. You know, um, any team that wants to uh, offer, I'll just go into it right now. Okay, right. Lamar Jackson. Okay, he uh, was uh, tendered a non-exclusive um, franchise tag. Yeah. Okay, a non-exclusive franchise tag means that they're letting the market dictate. So oh, yeah. let's say that um, 
Carolina. Okay, the Carolina Panthers offer Lamar Jackson um, $60 million a year. The Ravens have the right to match that and get him for that price, or um, they get two first-round picks. Wow. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is they're telling other teams, you think this guy that lost out on 40% of his snaps is worth that much money? Then go ahead, because we're just going to take the first two uh, rounders and move on from it, which I I think it's really kind of brilliant. Is yeah, that's a good position to be in. Is, is. you tell the other teams you set his price. If we're okay with it, we keep him. If we're not okay with him, then we're going to take draft picks from you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so yeah, it's great because they let the mark the market really dictate it. They're saying, look, guys, we're out of it. If you guys think he's worth that much, send an offer. We'll take the picks. And so far, they have not had a really, they haven't really had an offer. And I can tell you why is, is this right here. A running quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Here's my thoughts on it. Lamar Jackson without the running game is not a very good quarterback. Right? Yeah. His biggest appeal is, is he can run with it. Well, he fakes to run and he throws someone's wide open because everyone's coming in. Because he's a very good runner. Yeah. Okay, he's already getting all these injuries, which has been the knock on these quarterbacks that run as much as, I'll put it like this, Mahomes and Jalen Hurts even, or uh, uh, Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to throw first. And if they can't, then they're going to try to make something happen with their legs. Hurts is vulnerable, more vulnerable to injuries because he runs more. Out of necessity, too. Now, he can throw. He can thread the needle. He's very good. And he's going to be very good. And my my thoughts is the more he goes along, the less he's going to run. Yeah. The more he learns how to pinpoint throws a little bit better because he has a talent, is the more he's going to be um, throwing more because he doesn't want to get injured. Yeah. So, uh, Josh Allen, too, he's a throw-first guy also. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is almost like a run-first guy. He yep. looks for running lanes. So if he sees a running lane, he's not going to throw the ball. He's going to just start running. And I've seen the TV announcers pointing out, you know, he took off running, but look, this guy's 40 yards downfield and he's wide open. Why didn't he throw it? He doesn't trust his <laughs> arm, but he trusts his legs. Yeah. Yeah. Or and he'd already given up on the pass and he decided to run. Yeah. 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 So it's like, at the very least, it's very bad judgment. And it's not the way the NFL game is designed. No. It's not the way the rules are set Mm-mm. up. I mean, it's fun and it's flashy and it can kind of work here and there, but not long-term. No, there's a reason they've never had a, what is it, Wildcat? Was that Wildcat? Wildcat, Pistol. Yeah, Pistol, yeah. 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 That's how come they've never had one go all year, all season, or season after season. It's because it does not work. It's too brutal of a sport. Yeah, if, if it worked... Why wouldn't they have, like, instead of one main franchise quarterback, they'd have, like, three or four guys exactly. that are sla- like, all running guys back run. slash quarterback slash receiver and let them go in there and do their wildcat, yeah. Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson, yeah, you Steve don't know McNair who's kind doing of thing. What until it's done. Yeah. yeah. But you know why? That doesn't work. It doesn't that's work. easy to shut down. They're going to slaughter them uh, in the real, in the bigs. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, okay, number one, Daniel Jones. Even though I went into Lamar Jackson, there's really not that much to say about Daniel Jones, but he's making more money than Mahomes now. 
That's that's crazy. That is insane. And that also tells you about how bad Mahomes wants to win another Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so when we have a, a we uh, we said goodbye to Frank Clark because he wanted more money. Yeah. Okay. Um, Frank Clark has what three rings? Two with the Chiefs and one with Seattle. Yeah. I'm thinking he's like I have three rings with two different teams. So now he's going to go for money because he went for the rings. He got the rings. So I think that's why he did not take less money to stay. Yeah, he doesn't that makes have sense. To. That makes sense, yeah. So um, now I think the Chiefs are on the lookout for that veteran guy like a Dunlop, like Dunlop did. You know, take a little bit less money to be with a team for a ring, right? Yeah. So Frank Clark had to go. We love Frank Clark. Great player. <laughs> Shows up when it really, really counts yeah. for playoffs. He's third or second. He might be second now on sacks all time nice. in the postseason. So, you know, thank you, Frank Clark. Yeah. But we said goodbye to him because we couldn't afford him. Mm-hmm. So we're looking for that guy that wants to come in and win a ring now, and they'll find him. There oh, yeah. a lot of people like that. Yeah. It won't be Von Miller, though. No. <laughs> he very stubbornly goes to every other team except the Chiefs yeah. because he was a Bronco. Yeah. Well, we'll see if he ever gets a ring again. <laughs> He's yeah. Every year, it's going to get harder and harder for him to make the team. Do you think he just give in and go, "Hey, Chiefs, look, I got a little bit left in the tank, man. How much is the most you? How much is the most you can give me? Yeah, special teams. <laughs> most you can uh, give me, it <laughs> won't be there. So, um. You want to know what the most uh, Google search words of 2022 were? Oh, that's a big, great idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the most Google search words, there's different categories of different mm-hmm. searches for Google yeah. for 2022. So, the first one is the most uh, Google most search words in 2022. Number one is Wordle. Oh, that's a game. It's a game, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Number two, uh-huh. election results. Huh. I think that's uh, the midterms. Yeah, that probably would be for the midterms and the Roe v. Wade fallout. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. There's yeah. a lot of that going on this year. Yeah, since Roe yeah. v. Wade was overturned, then those midterm elections got really uh, you're right. exciting. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so everybody was like baited, going, oh, my yeah. God. Who did this? Yeah. Uh, number three was Betty White. Oh, she passed Because she away. died right the, the year before. Uh-huh. She did not make it quite to yeah. 2023. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, yeah. Bob Saget. I, I did why. not realize he was 2021 to 2022, but he was. Huh. He was either late 2021 or early 2022. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he was on there because okay. his death was not that far away. Yeah. Even though it kind of seems like it with everything that's happened. Oh, that's right. He had, it was a mysterious. He like fell backwards and crushed the back of his skull, and they said, "Oh, he just kind of fell over accidentally yeah, on the soft bed." Yeah, but the family paid to have it staying out of the news. So yeah, they pa- they paid to seal the autopsy photos. So you and everything. See. Yeah. And the coroner said this head injury looks like somebody swung a baseball bat as hard as they could against this guy's head. He said that's not a fall. That's somebody putting arm strength and muscle into it. But then they shut him up and sealed yeah. the photos and yeah. whitewashed the story. It's like, oh, nice little Bob Saget because we want his reruns to still make money for us. So exactly. we're going to sanitize so, his math yeah, method and, of death. And they said the family paid for the autopsy, but don't you think it was more like the networks did? Yeah. And went through the family and probably yeah. gave them a little change on the way out? Yeah. Doesn't that make more sense? 
Yeah, everyone was protecting the the value Cash of the, of the syndication rights of every TV show Bob Saget. Because if in. this guy was uh, um, auto erotic aficionation, uh-huh. he would not be all over. You know, they would not be playing a no. Full House or no. anything like that. They'd yeah. be like, "That's that guy that like killed himself beating off." Mm. Oh, we can't watch that. Oh yeah. no, no, no. Because God, God knows, man. You know, you can't watch a show that someone was in because they did that. Yeah, it's going to ruin the kids. <laughs> so anyhow, um, okay. Let's see. Uh, most uh, Google uh, most news, the news search words through the news, like so. It's like Google News. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Number one, election results. Yeah. Number two. Queen Elizabeth passing. Yeah. So just because it's the news outlet of Google, yeah. they added passing. Passing. Yeah. The other one was just Queen Elizabeth. So one best way to describe this, I think, is one version of these people, the first version, were looking for pictures of her. Yeah. The second one was looking of what actually happened. Yeah. 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 Like if she like was found on a rope, like, I don't know, paddling a canoe. Or <laughs> I, uh, another thing is people say, hey, Queen Elizabeth died, and someone grabs their phone and is like, who the fuck is Queen Elizabeth? So they just type in Queen Elizabeth. Oh, she was the Queen of oh, England. Yeah, you know what, you're right. Uh-huh. I'll bet you a lot of that was after. Like, who was that? Yeah. yeah. Queen of who? Queen of where? I have no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they probably didn't know where England is on the map. Either. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. So they have to Google that. It's like, oh, somebody died? Who the hell was that? <laughs> I, should I be sad about it? <laughs> You're right. That is exactly what it was. Number three is Ukraine. Yeah. Number four is Powerball numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, Hurricane Ian. Huh. Okay. That was the one that hit Fort Myers, destroyed the piss out of Florida. Right. Right. I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. And that definitely happened last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google most people searched. Oh. Okay. This could be it. Number one, Johnny Depp. Oh, because of the trial with Amber Heard, the bed pooper. Yep. yep. Um, number two, Will Smith. For the slap. Yes. Number three, Amber Heard. The yeah. other part of the shitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number four, Antonio Brown. Because he okay. went nuts and ripped off his football club. player. Yeah, yeah, the one that did the half naked wave goodbye to the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Number five, Kari Lake. K-A-R-I. Lake spelled in Lake. Huh. Hang on. There was Ricky Lake. She was big for like 20 years ago. She was yeah. a talk show host. And then yeah, I remember her dark Famously lost weight, then gained it, and then lost again. But Kari Lake. I don't know what that... Is that a person or a place? Kari Lake. Let's find out. got to spell it because it doesn't want to come down as yeah. Kari Lake. <clears throat> I think it's the way I said it. I think it's probably Kari. Yeah. Oh, she's a politician. Ah. Well, who gives a crap about politicians? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Anyhow, okay. So, for some reason, she was the third most. Okay, the most searched athletes, according to Google. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Number one, Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Number two, Serena Williams. 
she what she retired recently I think yeah yeah number three little Joey Burrow <laughs> and the only reason he got two minutes of fame is because Mahomes threw an interception not because what he does yeah number three Aaron Judge Yankee slugger yeah. Number five, and I don't know why, maybe five years ago I wouldn't know why, but Manti Teo. Huh. I don't know what happened that made anything any different there. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to Google it because, quite frankly, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd just be adding one more hit to it. Google most search definitions. Mm. One, Rupri. R-U-P-R-E-E. And I've got an explanation on this. I went ahead and I looked it up. Rupee. I would guess it's a form of currency. It is. Ah. Common name for currencies of India, Nepal, Pakistan, and other ones. Oh, okay. Uh, oligarch. But, but people who don't know that is, an oligarch is a very rich business leader with a lot of political influence, mainly Russia. Yeah. Because that's where they're having influence on the Ukraine war. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, number three. Cocoa. Cocoa? I wonder why. Cocoa is the seed from which cocoa and chocolate are made from. I've been seeing a lot of ads lately on my Facebook feed trying to talk me into switching from coffee to cocoa. Oh, is that, that must be like so a big campaign. That might be a big uh, campaign to take a big chunk out of the coffee market. Because oh. cocoa has caffeine in it. Too. That would explain why it's on this list. Yeah. That'd, okay. That would be my guess. Number four, Homer. I think everybody listening would know what a Homer is. Somebody who's always for the home team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then they could do it. They could slaughter a fucking child on midfield, but they'd still defend them. They go, yeah. Oh, they had to. Yeah. Whatever you know. Every other team's doing it. Whatever. The same so. people who go, my country, right or wrong. Yes. Yeah, yes. the same sick, psychotic fucks that say that. Yeah, that's what a homer is, <laughs> only towards a professional team. Yeah. Okay, number five, recession. Hmm. I would assume everyone knows what recession is, but if not, it is recession of economic output, employment and consumer spending drop. Yeah. In broadest terms, recession means something that goes goes back to a previous state. Yeah, we yeah, see. like a receding hairline. Yeah. Like someone had a hair, like, on their fucking, uh, uh, almost to their uh, eyebrows. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's back halfway past their uh, forehead. Yeah, yeah and also that's a receding hairline because it receded. It's definitely a long Recessed. hike between my eyebrows and my hairline. Oh, it's yeah. getting farther every year. <laughs> Luckily, mine has not done that yet, but it yeah. would not surprise me if it starts. So, yeah, so, anyhow, those are the... Terms and uh, kill us. All right, oh, I've got a public service announcement. Okay. Um, I, I'm wondering how many people listening have been having problems with rats. Because I thought I was one of the only ones. We've had a rat living in our garage for probably about five or six months, and I've done all sorts of things to try to trap it, kill it, get it out. 
Mm-hmm. I think I've I finally managed to trap it and kill it because it smells bad. <laughs> and of course, it's going to go die somewhere to where you can't find it. Oh yeah, I'm going to have to empty out the whole freaking garage to find that little rat body. <laughs> but uh, it knows it too. Yeah, it's like I'm dying, so I'm going <laughs> to fuck this guy good. Watch this. He's going to have to tear the wall apart to get me. I I had to get a new garage door because it had chewed through my garage door. I remember you telling um, me about that. It uh, reminds me a little bit of the great meat walker rat at Jesse Jim's years and years ago. This son of a bitch snarled at everybody. I remember yeah. running upstairs. I go, oh, my God. And they go, let me guess. There's a rat that snarled at you. I said, yeah. <laughs> we went down to our clubs. We were going to club it to death. And all it did was scare us all. The fucker was, he was mean. Badass rat. Yeah. Oh, he is something else. <laughs> hey, I'll go ahead. Um, so I thought, you know. I thought it was the vacant house next to me that had been, you know, empty for about a year. I thought, well, rats must have gotten in there. Mm-hmm. Turns out, I mentioned it to my neighbor, and they said, "Oh, we thought we were the only one with rats. We've caught two in our out of our basement already." And they said someone a couple doors down was also having rat troubles, and they had called an exterminator, and uh, the exterminator said there are rats on the move all over Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The people every everywhere in KC are complaining about rats in their house, in their garage. Something has changed. KC is doing something with the sewer system because the rats are on on the move. Uh-huh. Well, I looked it up, and we're in the middle of this $2.5 billion water supply and sewer renovation project. I think it was about 12 years ago. No. Yeah, about 12 or so years ago that they, they got the money for this. Mm-hmm. And they're really ramping it up now from about the river on south through uh, downtown, midtown, the Brush Creek area, out to, like, Brookside. Um, I remember seeing all this work, too. I think and even you even and I commented on it, bit, yeah. driving by it, because we do drive by those areas sometimes yeah. going home. We thought it was, like, the streetcar tracks, which some of it might some be. Some of it was, but the streetcar is going to end at UMKC. Yeah. So Brookside is south of UMKC slightly, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So anything south of there that we saw was not that. Yeah, so that's probably the sewer. And um, anyhow, that is it. And, and um, uh, yeah, that must be all sewer. But I got something along another line here real quick, too, mm-hmm. that I saw the other day, and I was going to say something about, you know, uh, they're trying to move Royal Stadium to downtown, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know who became a big player in that is North Kansas City, just right across the river. Just oh, north of the wow, river. that makes sense. And I thought about it. If they build a stadium, they've been wanting this streetcar crossing a bridge and coming down to uh, oh, um, yeah. to North Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Kansas City keeps going, no, 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 we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're just staying downtown proper and, you know, and plazas and, you know, that yeah, area. Yeah. Okay. If they do win the rights for the stadium and start building it right across the river, guess what's going to have to follow? The streetcar is yeah. going to have to go across the bridge. It is. Yeah. And I just thought, I was thinking, what was their main purpose besides the obvious of, you know, getting the tax money and stuff? But they got to cough up a lot of money to do this. Mm. So why are they really doing this? And I thought about it. Streetcar. Yeah. And then the expansion, you know, after that, then why couldn't downtown expand into the north, yeah. And in the Northland, especially North Kansas City specifically. Is that a different, I mean, where does the county change? Clay does, County, right across. So the river is the dividing. And the, yes. Right, so that could be a, a sticking point is Jackson County versus Clay County. It is. Because the county, it always has county been. dollars, you know. 
if they put the stadium in Clay County, then Clay County people are going to get first dibs on season tickets. That's another thing, not too. Jackson they don't County want it there. <laughs> yeah. But it's smart, though. Yeah. I would not doubt if uh, Kansas City Royals put it in their ear. Once you guys apply for this, you might get it. Guess what's going to make uh, Jackson County do it even quicker? <laughs> what? What do you mean, Clay County? Uh-uh. <laughs> and it's just like uh, Arrowhead Stadium, wherever it, it lands, the new mm-hmm. Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right there where it's at, when you know when they eventually Royals move, they tear Royals down, build one right next, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right there, Kansas is going to be a huge player in that. Oh yeah, they have sports betting and they have the money, the resources. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're right here, water's warm, mm-hmm. and maybe the Chiefs don't want to move. And chances are they don't. They want to stay in Jackson County. They want to be Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. Chances are they do want to stay that because of all the, you know, all the glory or infamy, depending on who, how you're looking at them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, from the glory years on, you know, to the glory years now. So if Kansas is over there fighting for you, then guess who's just got a better perspective on their ante? Mm -hmm. The Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs are like, well, we got everybody after, so why should we listen to you? Yeah. Yeah, at the very least, Kansas is going to drive the price up for Missouri to keep them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And if you want to stay on the Chiefs theme, do you hear about Jackson Mahomes? <laughs> Not lately. Oh, uh, well. Jackson, are, are you done on this sewer thing yet or not? One, one more thing. Yeah. Um, a couple, three weeks ago, I saw a public service announcement saying that veterinarians are suggesting you don't take your dogs out to the dog parks or uh, city parks because there's a big outbreak of leptospirosis. Yes. Which is, you know, can be fatal It's to commonly dogs. known as lepto. Yeah. So if you ever hear a vet say a lepto shot, mm-hmm. that's what they're talking about. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. And you know where a big source of lepto is? Rat pee. Rat pee is full of lepto. So even back then when they were telling us, stay out of the city parks, don't take your dogs to the dog parks, they knew the rats were on the move spreading leptospirosis. But did they tell us? No. Hell no, they didn't. They just said, oh, for some reason there's a lepto outbreak. Why don't you keep your dogs away? But what they should have said is, we're tearing the hell out of the sewers and chasing and all, these all the rats, rats out. Are, yeah. And they're going to bite your dogs, they're going to bite your cats, their fleas are going to get on you and your kids, you're all going to get lepto. And they could so have be just careful. been humane about it and said, look, we didn't yeah. mean for this to happen, but what's going to happen when we tear the sewer apart, they're all going to run. Yep. They could have just been humane about it and said that and said, look, yep. we didn't mean for this to happen, <laughs> but it's a byproduct of what we're doing. The Kansas City city government decided we didn't need to know that information. So they, tell your dogs about dead yeah. at your fucking veterinarian's office. So, who in the city government gets the authority to hide that information from us because it looks bad on them? That's bullshit. They, like ca- said, they are causing the lepto outbreak. Like I and they said, they need to own up to it. The small town that I lived in for many years, I was on the city council. Mm-hmm. And the way you discover that is a thing called minutes. Yep. Minutes is every, every one of their sessions, if you will, their meetings have to be recorded by this thing called minutes. Mm -hmm. Minutes contains everything that's said. Even if someone says, oh, fuck, accidentally, that has to be in there. It's (laughs) recorded. Yeah. Let's say a mosquito landed on their pant leg and the guy accidentally said, shit. Mm -hmm. That's got to be included. So anything they talk about will be on those minutes, including 
hey, you know what? We may not want this information to get out too much. We don't want people to freak out. Yeah. Then that will be on the minutes. Yeah. Unless they all did it like behind the scenes, not on the minutes, and one of them went during break and go, hey, uh, you might want to keep this rat thing under wraps. <laughs> hey, just, hey, tell Fred over there, hey, Fred. Let's keep this rat thing under wraps. You know, unless don't, it was don't done talk like about that. it during the open minutes. Huh? Yeah, unless it's done like that, mm-hmm. then it's recorded on minutes. Yep. So, anyhow. So, uh, thank you, Kansas City, for causing a leptospirosis outbreak because yeah. you didn't have the balls to tell us that you caused it. Yep. So, yeah, so thanks a lot again, Kansas City, you yeah. fucktards. <laughs> Probably Mayor Lucas's fault. I would go ahead and just go ahead and put him as the fault. <laughs> it's always his fault. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's what happens when you take that position, isn't it? Yeah. You're yeah. big enough to be the mayor. You're big enough to take the fucking hit. So, <laughs> yes. so anyhow, we know he doesn't do stuff like gets drunk and falls asleep in Lawrence in his car and stuff like that. No. Allegedly. Do, allegedly. <laughs> Or that mishap there with like a, I don't know, someone that works at City Hall. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Not a mishap, was it? No. You can't call a child a mishap, allegedly. Just, just a, a spontaneous human reproduction. No, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> anyhow, all this is tongue in cheek, guys. There you go. All right. So, anyhow, Jackson Mahomes. Oh, God. Remember that idiot? Yeah. Mental midget brother of Patrick Mahomes is being investigating for shoving a 19-year-old waiter two times and forcefully kissing an Overland Park business owner. <laughs> That's awesome. He was really pissed <laughs> off the business owner. No. Oh, he forcefully I mean, it's awesome kissed because me. It's, it, he can't get out of it. <laughs> no, he can't. He can get in a lot of shit for this, too, yeah. and I can't wait for that. Fuck that guy. I hate him. Oh, he's, he's a no, dumbass. He's, is everything that Mahomes is in this community, he is not. Yeah. That guy needs to get the... You know, he moved to L.A. He needs to fucking stay there. Yeah. Fucking idiot. He forcefully kissed me out of nowhere, restaurant owner Aspen Vaughn said, per her Kansas City Star interview. The lady continued to tell Jackson to get off her and to stop, but he continued to forcefully kiss her. She yelled to the door. People were on the other side of it. And she also pointed out that the camera's in the room as well. <laughs> so he wasn't going to stop until there's people on the other side. Uh-huh. And her going, there's cameras up there, fuck face. So, yeah, as long as it was his word against hers, he was going to press it. Yeah, he's going, I didn't do it. She made that shit up. Yeah, that's a scumbag. I mean, we that's already knew That's a predator. Knew that's a predator, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like you couldn't tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was too massive for her to push him, push him off of herself. Both incidents are currently under investigation. I hope they throw the book at him. I hope they do, too. Yeah, the piece of shit, he needs to be locked away. Oh, he needs to do some serious jail time for this. Yeah, he does. Get a real life lesson in jail. Yeah. I think that would be yeah, a yeah, good he, thing for maybe, him. Maybe he can get a good old Jared to the face. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Every day he gets a good Jared right to the forehead. <laughs> he would deserve it. Yeah, he would. So, I've got um, expressions for millennials. Cool. Yeah. These are abbreviation expressions. Like, if you want to talk about somebody and it's like a like a long form, like, this is a person that has an abstract reaction to children eating popsicles mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. It's like weird <laughs> things that they thought up of to abbreviate and make into pop culture. Okay, yeah, I get, I get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
First one, AFBB. Hmm. AF usually means as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. A woman who dates higher status alpha males but will marry a timid beta male. Hmm. Now, I did not explain the abbreviation on this. No. Let's try to figure this out. AF, a female. So, alpha, A for alpha. Alpha, beta. Oh, AFBB would be alpha, beta. I don't know. Hmm. That's sloppy reporting that they didn't give the explanation. It is. It is. So, anyhow. Um, WB. (coughs) Warner Brothers. Stands for Woodbang. Ah, okay. <laughs> MSSL. Oh, don't know. It means married man sex life. Ah, uh, funny. It means boring sex life, basically. <laughs> LMR. Uh, let me read. No. no. <laughs> I should have just went with that and said, yeah, I just left it. It didn't explain it. Yeah. Stands for last minute resistance. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we might get some LMR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got a little MLR coming our way, yeah. just to warn you. <laughs> K-H-H-V. <laughs> This one's interesting. Yeah, I have no clue. Stands for kissing hand holdless virgin. So not only do they ki- not kiss you, but you can't hold their hand or nothing. So I guess it's kind of like it would be like a really timid. Uh, oh, okay. Afraid of anything, any kind of physical contact. Yeah, or yeah. Interesting. Yeah. They used to just call those super virgins. <laughs> <laughs> this is the modern day super virgin. Yeah. L-H-H. You might get this. Uh, last hoe hanging. <laughs> Laughing hella hard. So that's like the new LOL. Yeah, yeah. Working in the, a fake word like hella in there just makes it even stupider. <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, what's wrong with very? <laughs> yeah. L-V-H. Laughing very hard. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Maybe there's already an LVH in their little lexicon or something. Hmm. Well, part of it is to make it somewhat incomprehensible so they can pretend it's exactly. a secret language and they're getting something over on it. No, that's and that's the, the only fun. reason they did Hella yeah. is because it throws people off. Yeah, it's just the fun of, ew, we have a secret language and we're talking and they don't know what we're talking about. Hella. <laughs> <laughs> They think they're being so original, too. No, they do. You're right. Hella, that's our word. I stuck our word in there. (laughs) Yeah, guess what? In 10 years, that's going to date you so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Believe me, we know. Yeah, there will always be a next generation to laugh their asses off at the previous one. It's just like Cool Beans is back. Oh, wow. The expression from the 90s. Yeah. They use it nowadays, and they think they came up with it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. L-Y-A. L-Y-A. It stands for two things. <clears throat> mm, don't know. It stands for love you always and 
love you all. So oh, it depends okay. if there's a bunch of people standing there, you go, you know, you say it, it means all of them. Mm-hmm. Or if there's one person, stands for love you always. Oh, okay. Yeah. OTW. On the way. Yep. PMSL. Premenstrual syndrome life. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's tech speak for pissing myself laughing. Wow. I like that's something I kind of like about. that. Well, I kind of like that one because it actually makes sense. <laughs> not like the hella and all those stuff. This yeah. does make some sense. I'm not saying I'm like, think it's great like the other ones, but you know, so, like the ones before. But how bizarre to brag that you laughed so much that you urinated all over yourself. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, that me, was so funny. I vomited into my own ear. Let me, let me. What? Re- <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with one. We need to come up with one like that. Yeah. So, to me, at least that made sense the way it was yeah. abbreviated. So. It just seems like the people who would brag about laughing so hard that they pissed their pants are the same ones who would eat a Tide Pod. So. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, That's so great, I stepped in my own semen. <laughs> um, SMBT. SMBT. Well, that could sort of stand for some bitch. Yeah, it could. Yeah. yeah. Tech speak for suck my big toe. Some people actually enjoy that. So uh, Maybe it's meant for them. You get knows? mixed responses off of that one. <laughs> that is pretty specific, though. It is. I think it's like an insult. Yeah. Or like a shut the fuck up or something. Yeah. Like now, that. I've heard the expression, you can kiss my hind toe. Maybe it means along at kind yeah. of like fuck off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I like hind toe better than big toe because big toe, you know what they're talking about. When you say hind toe, it just kind of lends a little mystery because you're not sure what a hind toe is. <laughs> um, SWM. Single white male? Yes. All right. Those are the ones everyone's allowed to hate. Yeah, yeah. Those yes. are the ones that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, Hetero white male. Those are the ones you're supposed to. Oh hate. yeah, yeah, those are. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if I gotta go out there and tell them that we're right here. We got parking <laughs> parole. All right. The next one is TMR. TMR. Okay. Tomorrow. Oh, it's just tomorrow. Okay. Yep. <gasps> TTG. That's the goods. No. <laughs> <laughs> Train to go. Train to go. Okay. I can see that one. This one is fucked up. Okay. I-S-H-Y-G-T-T-T. <coughs> wow. I didn't even know how to say that. Stands for, I seriously hope you guys don't do this. Wow. That one's done for effect. Yeah, That's that one's that was There's just... There's no way you can do that and be like... Rattle off 18 different yeah, initials and, and, and think you're cool and, about it. Yeah, and and just, think like it's your saving time. It's trying too hard. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. In other words, just say, don't try this or don't do this. Don't. Yeah. I mean, just say, bad idea. Yeah. You might as well wrote a paragraph. I seriously right hope you guys are really thinking about doing this right now on this day and Tuesday before 9 o'clock when the sun is shining. 
Yeah, yeah. Shut <laughs> like, the fuck I up mean, already. Yeah, to write all this down, you gotta like fucking remember what it all means too. Yeah. Again, it's. I think it's for the thrill of ooh, secret language. No one will know what we're saying. Let's make it less obvious. Yep. Yeah. Here's one. This one's fucked. OMW, two FYB. Uh, I don't know. On my way to fuck your bitch. Is that not messed up? <laughs> wow. To embrace that scumminess in your lifestyle so much that you invent an acronym. I know. That's so what you I was thinking. Save it's time. Like you, want to, you want to save time to insult someone Yes. You know. Oh, gosh. Wow. The things people spend their energy on is I know. amazing. Who came up with this stuff? <laughs> some, some jerk. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, Jared would have on my way to fuck your little girl. <laughs> yeah, under, underage. Underage, yes. FSE. FSE. Dunno. Football Supporters Europe. So in other words, okay. uh, soccer fans yeah. in Europe. Okay. Smilf. Smilf. I know what Milf is. Well, think along those lines. Uh, let's see... Does the S stand for stupid? Single. Oh, okay. Single mothers I'd like to fuck. Yeah. Yep. Uh, W-R-O-L. Mmm, it sounds like a radio station call letters. <laughs> it does, don't it? There yeah. probably is somewhere. Yeah. Without rule of law. Okay, that one's just stupid. It is. Yeah. Uh, most of these were stupid, yeah. let's face it. But I ran across these, and I'm like, you know what? They're so dumb, I'm just going to yeah, say them because yeah. they're dumb. It's interesting because it's something people thought was so cool and interesting that they, they, they're they exactly. trying to standardize these acronyms. This, this accentuates the... Just the pettiness of their lives. I yeah. mean, if that's all they've got to concern themselves with, then they have no clue what's exactly. really going they've on. Got, they, no wonder they can't balance a checkbook. Yeah. And I'm not talking about writing checks. I'm talking about balancing the money you have. They, they yeah. don't know how to cook a meal or... or yeah. Yeah. Just change a light bulb even. Good God. Yeah. Good God, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyhow, that is all of them. Alright. If you enjoy two douchebags and a microphone, you'll definitely enjoy a shovel to the head. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You remind me of a penny. Two-faced and not worth much. Oh, oh shit. shit. What's, What's that, that over, over there? there? Oh, oh no. no. This is Well, I'm sure they'll come up with a whole bunch of new ones for next year. Oh, they will. Yeah. They'll probably even be before yeah. next year. They'll have a yeah. ton of them. They'll trot out these cool new catchphrases, and they'll play with them for about two months, and they'll decide, you know what, that was stupid. Uh, yeah, well, that was, that was two months ago. That was yeah. so two months ago. We can't yeah. do it. So. Uh, well, I've been seeing disclaimers recently on TV shows. Uh, it'll uh, the, the channel in particular, was they put a disclaimer up that says, this show contains outdated cultural depictions. And that's all it says. 
Well, your explanation of it makes a lot of sense now, and I actually really like it. At first, yeah. I was like, what? But go ahead. Yeah. Well, I first noticed it. It was it was an episode of Bonanza was coming. Oh on. yeah. And that was a western from the '60s, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Warren Green, Michael Landon, uh, um, Dan Blocker, Dan Blocker, Pernell Roberts, Pernell Roberts. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyway, so the actually stark studded cast. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. actually so. So it was it was your your typical '60s western, which was. All about a white family, mm-hmm. and the Indians on the show were played by white people wearing brown makeup. Yeah, um, about the only person who was generally ethnically other than a white person was uh-huh. their cook. Uh, was it Hop Singh? Was that they called him something Hop like Singh, that? Yeah, yep. They had some sort of you know diminutive name for him, uh-huh. but. He was a real caricature of what a Chinese person really is. Uh, he was always jumping around like like he didn't have any place to be. He was cooking, he was cleaning, he was doing laundry, which is another thing that is typically associated with Chinese people is, you know, oh, they run a laundry. Well, what broadcast is overlapping? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Trying to figure out what it is, try picking it up. Yeah. We should have a laugh track for our Yeah, show we should, episode. yeah. Okay. So so I, I was watching these, you know, outdated that was meant for depictions. Us. Yes, it was. And I thought, well, well, that's pretty good that they're showing the show in its original form with all of its flaws. And instead of editing them out mm-hmm. or trying to downplay them, they're just saying, you know, this is what it was back then. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. But yeah. we're warning you that it's in here, so if you don't want to watch it, don't. But, you know, we're not changing it. And I like that. I do too because uh, they don't change it is what I like. They yeah. leave it like it is, and if you don't agree with it, then you don't have to watch it. But it's useful information to know that true. in the mid-60s, your average American white family would turn on the TV and see sanitized white versions of real-life events like the Wild well, West true. and yeah. stuff. And in most counts, people don't even realize that. Because I know, you know, when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. that is true. But I didn't really give it any thought. I'd just yeah. be watching it. And then, but. But it's, it, it's, it's good to know that, you know, at a, there, are, there was a certain point where all of the popular entertainment in this country was aimed at white people. And yeah. nobody had plans to change that. No, I agree. I think it's useful to know that that's the way things used to be. And they were so interested in, in, in whitewashing everything that they would have white people play Native Americans, Chinese, mm-hmm. Japanese, um, Hispanic. I mean, they were all well, white actors. Well, wonder, were they that hard to find actors They just at didn't want to work, didn't work, with with them. work with them. Yeah. Okay, wow. And there that's was also, the worst reason around. Yeah. And I think there was also a prevailing attitude of this could make people rich. You know, being a TV actor, a movie actor, a star, we want to save that for the white people. There probably we don't want, was that. We don't yeah. want rich people of color because if they have money, they can buy influence, they can get laws changed. No, let's keep them poor, so deny them good-paying jobs. And that was part of it, entertainment jobs. 
uh, okay. heads of corporations, you know, all these good paying responsible jobs. That's a good point. The white mainstream kept people of color out of it because yeah, they didn't they want to share want, the power. They didn't want to share the power no, or the money. You're no, right. So, yeah. yeah. They want to go to work and see everybody look like them. Yeah. You know, right. oh, look at all these white men working at this office. I'm comfortable now. Yeah. But if there were women, if there were Indian people, if there were, you know, Japanese people, it's like, oh, I'm not so safe now. I don't like this so much anymore. So they didn't let it happen. But also the public watching was probably like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, most of your affluent Americans who had color TVs were white people. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to see people who looked like them on TV, having fun, having successes, living their lives. Kind of like they do now, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the last thing they wanted to see was Sanford and Son. You're right. You know? (laughs) It took a while for that show to make the air, and then when it did, it was very popular. Yeah. But in the 60s, you put on Sanford and Son, nobody would have watched it, because it was all white people with TVs. Yeah, you're right. And they didn't want to see that. They want to see it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So anyway, got there from, you know, show contains, another one they had that, this show contains outdated cultural depictions, the movie Gone with the Wind. It was 1939 movie when it first came out, uh-huh. and it's like a four-hour movie that takes place before the Civil War, during the Civil War, and then after the Civil War, and it follows the same family and group of people throughout that. Uh-huh. And it is really, really rough in its depiction of anybody who isn't white. <laughs> it's 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 pretty rough. So. Rather than changing that, I like the idea that they put the disclaimer in saying, this is what white people wanted for entertainment in 1939. This is all they could handle. They didn't want a, a black character on screen to have anything intelligent or thoughtful to say. Public didn't want to see that. No, you're right. So it's, it's, I like being able to see, you know, this is what was acceptable in 1940. Here's what was acceptable in 1920. You know, I want to know that. I don't want it to be hidden and erased and taken out of view. I want to know how things were. I want to know how far we've come. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, just my thoughts. No, that's good. Interesting um, that they do that now. And I, like I said, I like the fact that they do it because yeah. you know, it's much, much better than just pretending it never existed. Yeah, they actually address what went on, mm-hmm. and then it's up to you whether you want to yes, watch I it. Yes, I love or not. that part. Let let everyone make up their own mind about it. You know, let them see it and make up their if own. If it mind. bothers you that bad, then you can skip it. If yep. you're like, okay, well, that's the way it was, and okay, but at least that. now you know that. You know, yeah, exactly. You're not blindly picture. watching it when uh-huh. something like that went on, and yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, you got something or? Yeah. Um, I want to talk about identity theft and an oh. idea I had about keeping yourself safe from identity theft. Mm-hmm. You've heard the expression that it's hard to find a needle in a haystack. But what I think is even harder is to find one specific needle in a big stack of needles. Yeah. Isn't that yeah, harder? Yeah, because it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, At least in a haystack, you're like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. that's not a piece of hay. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. If you're looking for a needle in a haystack, use a metal detector. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for one certain needle in a stack of needles, then you got to look at every damn one. Mm-hmm. So my idea is to be that needle in a stack of needles. 
the more you do to make yourself stand out and noticed to a certain point makes you a target. After that point, it makes you safer. Yeah. Now imagine if somebody wanted to steal Miley Cyrus's identity. That'd be tough. Yeah. It would last about three seconds because, you know, people know who Miley Cyrus is. Yeah. Now, if they take, like, you know, the guy who walked by here ten minutes ago passed behind you, mm-hmm. you know, most people in this planet don't know who that guy is. Yeah, so really it would be easy. a big deal stealing his identity. Yeah. yeah. Really easy to convince people, I'm that guy, because you don't know who that guy is. And that's why... Uh, Joe Consumer down the road always has his stolen. Yeah. It's because uh-huh. you don't know who that guy is. And then there's the there's the uh, a middle ground where you can get to where you're not famous, yet you're not easy to imitate. Like you have a really unusual name uh-huh. with a bizarre spelling. You know, if your name is, is, is uh, Tim Potter, there's probably 100,000 of them in this country. Yeah. If your name is Ignacio Blueberry Whipsaw, there's probably just one of you. Yeah, that's true. And nobody can imitate you because there's only one. You're not even famous, but you've just got something about you that is really tough there, to... There's also things that you can do yourself. Uh-huh. If, let's say you're a uh, Joe consumer down the road. Yeah. You can put CID on your card. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the stuff they do online, I mean, they do yeah. online, yeah, they steal. But to prevent it at stores, uh-huh. like the physical card, uh-huh. make them require your ID. Yep. So when the person whips out their ID and they look like someone completely different, yeah. they can get shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But uh, hiding, in, uh, hiding in plain sight mm-hmm. is another very useful way, and that's where you're a needle in a stack of needles. Yeah. Because... Uh, Picture like you see, you've seen the big school of fish that's swimming around in the ocean. Yes. And the uh, the seal is trying to come through and grab a fish. Yeah. Now, if it was just one fish off by itself, then it's singled out and they go after it. If it's a hundred thousand fish in a big cluster, your chances of being singled out are one in a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Your chances just went really high up there for surviving. If you're part of a large group that looks all the same. <coughs> That was the idea of uh, that was the idea of convoy during World War II. They'd send supply ships from the U.S. to the Europe, and if they all went out individually, then chances are that you'd find at least one, you know, within ten or twenty miles of sailing on the ocean because they're scattered everywhere. Yeah, true. But if you group them in large clumps, then you have vast areas where there's nothing. And, you, and if you do find them, then you found 60 of them. And the chances of your ship being hit out of all those 60 is pretty small. Yeah. So getting in a large group of similar targets raises your chances of survival. Yeah. So that's another way to protect yourself against security or identity theft is be just like everyone else and chances are you'll get overlooked. Because mm-hmm. there's so many of you. Yeah. That's kind of a scary way to go about it is just try to stay out of sight well, long Yeah, enough. I get it. I mean, like our <laughs> philosophy has been like slightly off uh-huh. the whole time. Yeah. Wow. We don't have to be super strong and well protected and sitting in the fortress. It's, no, we just have to look like everybody else so there's no reason to single us out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, everybody else, but it makes optimal amount of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've had my identity stolen a few times. Uh, one time, somebody filed an income tax return for me with oh, my how social nice. security number. Did you ever? Did you get your money back? Uh, the IRS contacted me and said, "Yeah, we know this isn't you, but somebody did." Okay. They so then they worked with me on being able to identify <coughs> myself. Every year they send me a code number to oh, put okay. on my return. Um, I've had tons of stuff bought on my credit cards, on my Amazon account. Oh, I have too. Yeah. Just all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, somebody actually filing a, a federal tax return with my name and social security number and my address. You know? <laughs> it's like, what were they going to do? Come by my mailbox and take the check? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's stupid. I mean, yeah, who knows? It could have been a test run to see if they could do it. Yeah. So, um, you got something, or I got a? Yeah, let's one. see. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, this is an interesting one. Okay. Um, when you buy a new product, sometimes you're getting garbage with it, like. Uh, it's pretty common if you buy a brand new guitar, the strings on it are going to be junk. Yeah. Uh, and it's just pretty much standard. Everyone knows. The, the the strings they put on new guitars are ones that failed quality control somewhere because they know as soon as you get that guitar home, you're going to take those strings off and put on the ones you like. Mm-hmm. So they don't bother putting quality ones on there, even though you've paid for them. Yeah. Um, you can do the same with if you're buying uh, drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll put cheap Chinese knockoffs of drum heads on, and then you got to go spend an extra two or three hundred to get the nice, get good the quality ones, heads. Yeah. And the drums aren't going to sound good until you do. Yeah. Um, but you've paid for those crap heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You buy a new car, so you've got this brand new car, and it comes out with shit tires on it. Oh, yeah, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Remember uh, back in the 90s when the Ford Explorers were having problems with the tires? Mm-hmm. Uh, Goodyear made a batch of tires that they knew was defective and wasn't passing quality control. And they didn't want to throw them all away. Yeah. So they called Ford and said, hey, we'll sell you these cheap. They're going to wear out probably within <laughs> six months to a year. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy them cheap and you deal with all the tire warranty issues, then you can have them. And Ford said, sure, we'll take them. And they started putting them on Ford Explorers. And then people would buy the car and the tire would fail. They were having rollovers. They were having blowouts. And then they eventually had to do a whole combined recall between Ford and Goodyear to replace all those tires. Uh-huh. So that didn't work out the way they were. They were hoping to sneak all those defective tires through. But the thing is, everyone who bought that Ford Explorer paid for brand new, good quality tires, but that's not what you got. Yeah. You got crap. And there's so many things that are like that. You buy the thing brand new, and some of the components are just garbage. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, people know it, and they're like, eh, yeah, well, you know, that's just kind of how it is. You know, you buy this, and then you replace that right away. Oh, yeah. Well, what kind of bullshit is that if you're buying something for hundreds or thousands or even more and there's it comes with something that is just a piece well, of crap? Well, it used to come with quality components. Yeah. 
but it does it now. Yeah, and what made it so easy to do is all the manufacturers got together and decided, let's all start doing this. If we're all doing it, then nobody can leave our company and go to the competition because they're doing it too. Yeah. And the only place to get something that is top quality, top to bottom, through and through, is if you spend bank on it. Yeah. You know, like you get a Bentley or a top-of-the-line Paul Reed Smith guitar that costs, you know, $8,000 Yeah, they are then not going to have cheap strings. No, that's going to have good components all the way through. Yeah. But when did it be, become okay to spend, like, $1,500 on your next version of your phone? And the charging cord is so cheap and crappy yeah, that it um, fails within a week. And I was going to go into that. I, that has happened... I would say, let's see, when would you say the real, the, the real smartphone came out? Not the Nokia that I was talking about on that, you know, on my elaborate prank yeah. section, all that. I'm but, saying probably around mid 2000s, maybe mm-hmm. 2005 to 2010. Yeah, I would say about 2008 is when the good cord stopped. It was about three to four years in because it used to come. the The cord was really thick. It was. And it the was plug-in was really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Part of it, I and think, I was... I think it was made on. by someone different than the manufacturer. Like, they bought yeah. these really nice cords from somewhere. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Just by the way it looked, I would say that. And I think fairly quickly, they realized people <coughs> would lose the cord. Uh, they'd loan it to somebody, not get it back. They'd close it in the car door, and they were needing another one. And they didn't want to spend $35 for a new high-quality yeah, That's what cord. I was getting ready to say. It got to where you could walk into a 7-Eleven or a mm-hmm. Quick Trip and buy a cord there uh-huh. that was cheap, but it wasn't that much. Because I remember yeah. the first time I had to replace my cord, I had sh- uh, sticker shock. I'm like, what? 35 bucks for that uh, fucking thing? Yeah. But it was high-quality. Now the stuff is like, it's flimsy, and you get it for 3 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then they realized, okay, people are okay buying this cheap flimsy cord for three bucks. So they started buying those three dollar ones too, and putting uh-huh. them in there. Yeah. Plus, they didn't want you to get a good one and then go for a cheap one afterwards. They wanted to start you with the cheap one. Yes. So then, when it's time to replace it, you're okay buying the cheap one. Chances are, they own the company that makes those yeah. too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there's one component they were able to just utterly cheap out on. Yeah. Uh, they used to come with phone cases. Mm-hmm. Then they realized, oh, people are willing to spend more for the case, so we'll just quit including it. How about remote controls? Yeah. The same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there are a lot of a lot of things you buy that at least part of it is going to be cheap, junk, throwaway, garbage quality, and the manufacturer knows it and has no uh, no shame in it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go ahead, buy it. Half of it's junk, but what else are you going to buy? The rest of them are just like it. That's right. <laughs> You're going to have to give your money to one of us. Yeah, yeah. who's it going to be? Yep. Yeah, see, it's that's like where it comes. You want to buy a high-quality one? There isn't any. But think of the years and the money spent to convince people that they can't get along without a smartphone. And that has paid dividends. Oh, God. hundred times over. It was worth every penny they Virtually spent. Virtually the only people that don't think they need a smartphone are the ones that grew up their whole life uh-huh. and lived their whole life without it. Yep. And I would say when the smartphones really became popular, 65 and over, yeah. that's really the only other ones that don't because I know a lot of 60-year-olds, even 65-year-olds now that use smartphones routinely. Yeah. I mean, 
uh, I see a lot of them using them at stores. They'll have like their credit card loaded on a smartphone. I I use mine to open my garage door. Yep. So yeah. Um, think you about can change channels at a hospital. Yeah. And it used to be anybody growing up, they could pretty much count on you're going to get married and buy a house and get a car. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> a lot of that doesn't happen anymore. People grow up. Hey, you got anything you want to say? What a beautiful city. I used to live here years ago. Oh. I'm back visiting family. Oh, well, welcome. Where you where you live now? Uh, Portland. Portland, Oregon? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You come a long ways. Yeah. My mom lived there for many years. Hillsboro. <laughs> around the verbs haven't changed that much and the, and the state is still new. Yeah. Yeah. The city. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I read. The West Coast. <laughs> uh, the homeless problem is one of the things. Yeah. Yeah. Older brother, oldest brother. Yeah. Oh, hey. What's the nature of your podcast? Um, it's anything. That's why we asked you if you want to talk about anything. It doesn't matter. We cover a variety of subjects. We don't have anything we exclusively do. We do cover a lot of the NFL and stuff like that, but we're just whatever. Yeah, yeah what, what, a fun, what a fun season to play. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm a big Chiefs fan. I follow the whole way through. And I won't take anything away from the homes at all. But I really think the defense was the difference. The defense was the difference this year. Yeah. yeah. In this game. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Super Bowl 54. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 54, uh, Super Bowl 54, the defense came to bat, too. Yes. Because uh, they were all over Garoppolo, and they are all over um, – as much as you could, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, we have a bunch of rookies on defense right now that are getting better. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what, the organization is run top notch now, and it shows. So. Well, there's all the memes going around like a, um, a one-legged man kicked your ass <laughs> and all that stuff. And then the one, um, this was on ESPN, the, the top three quarterbacks. They had Mahomes, then Burrow, and then Mahomes with one leg. Yeah. <laughs> Burrow had my tail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a lot to say about that. Yeah, that was fun. I did taught a lesson. No, I love it. It was okay. I mean, you know, I think Chris Jones had the right approach to that, which was until we beat them, I can't mouth off about. Yeah. Well, that take it personally is what makes a difference right there. But personally, that game there, we should have won by 10 points at least. That game, we should have dominated, but we kept giving it back to them like we have been. Yep. and that's the thing that's so concerning about them is their lowest small ball that they play. They bring you to their level. They don't let you play your level. Okay? And so they kept getting out of situations like they've been doing. The, we should have won the game in Cincinnati, but Kelsey was trying to make a play like he'd done all year. And I don't default him. That's what makes him in. So I'm glad he did. But because that fumble was a big key reason we lost that game, but him being him is why we win so many games. Yeah. So Cincinnati finds someone to make a big play or something. 
But, um, like, uh, we did predictions, and I said that this game's going to come down to maybe the last play and a big mistake. And that's exactly yep. what happened. <laughs> yep. I have a theory about that because the Super Bowl kind of was the same thing. Yeah, it was. And the holding call. My theory about that is when the Chiefs are going down the field late in the game, the opposing team gets scared to death because yes. they know he's going to score and they screw up. That's perfect. That is exactly what happens because that guy, he like I heard all the sympathy about him. Oh, he hurt his knee and... It's like, well, what if that was Mahomes that hurt his knee? Would you feel the same way about it? No, it was a late hit, and they protect the Golden Boys. That's the way it is. Everybody knows it. Number 15 brings in much more money than number 5 or number 7. Yeah. Um, the same. That's why they protect these guys. Same way with, uh, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Burrow. The same way with Josh Allen. The same way with Jalen Hurts. They're untouchable, per se. You know, I know it was so evident. Yeah. So, so when he did that, uh, I was over at Christopher's watching the game. We looked at each other. And go, if uh, if this kick is made, we won the game. And the kick was made because it was that obvious that we were just like, there's a game just gave to us. So, and it's the same way with that holding goal too. The guy freaked out. He'd done what they teach him in defense. If you're going to get a sure touchdown, hold him. It may not get. Yeah. It may not be called. He turned around and admitted it too. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. I get it. Yeah. Well, that's what they teach him. They're saying then hold the guy. He's going to get out and get. But that's also what cost him the game. That allowed us to run the timeout. Turns people into something that they otherwise aren't. Yeah. Meaning that Could you? They're not thinking. They're not. They make mistakes. Well, think about being a defensive coordinator and showing clips of this guy, and then telling them you're going to defend this guy. Where do you start? Where do you end? Yeah. You'd be like, look, uh, this guy's probably going to beat you, but just do your best. <laughs> Try not to beat you too many times. It's going to be a very interesting offseason. Yeah. I think uh, they must have their eye on who they want to well, let Orlando Brown. I mean, I know they do but here's what happens. I read, I read a couple of articles on this. And the reason, like, the New England Patriots for perennials and then the Steelers were for a while, and all these teams, they have ring chasers. Ring chasers let it be known that they're interested in the team and they'll take less money. So they have someone that kind of like let a little Iggy out in someone's ear and said, you know. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think they're going to I think they're going to draft. I do too. Yeah. I don't think they're going to sign uh, Odell Beckham. No. I don't think they're going to go out and get guys who are toward the end of their career. They've done such a good job in the draft. Why should they? Yeah. yeah. I not, agree we're 100%. Chasing, we're not chasing the opportunity. How did we, how did we get Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, Hardman? We drafted them all. Our best players, Mahomes. Our best players, Chris Jones. Pacheco. Pacheco. Our best players, Kareem Hunt before that. Our best players we drafted, and I don't see him deviating from that. I don't either, because one thing it sure leaves you more room in the salary cap. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the way you got to do it. And another thing is, is we live in a world where Daniel Jones just got $160 million for four years. You don't hear Mahomes out there crying. No. Huh. That's the other part of me. 
Boy, what a man of character. How lucky they are. We wow, could, our 50 years was well worth it. Yeah. That we waited. <laughs> Between yeah. Lynn Dawson and Patrick Mahomes, that it was, was a well long worth stretch. It. <laughs> yeah. I think that's another tribute to Beach because yeah. he does go after character. Uh-huh. Well, that's the reason that like John Dorsey was on his way out and Brett Veach was in, was Brett Veach was the guy that kept sending Andy Reid tapes of this Mahomes kid and kept saying, we've got to sign this guy, we've got to get this guy, we've got to draft him, we've got to draft him. And that was almost all Veach because uh, Dorsey liked him but didn't really press it. But pretty much because Brett Veach kept sending him all these little snippets of this guy, finally Andy Reid was like, do what it takes, move up, get this guy. Yeah, the other part that's quite interesting is the other teams. Okay, some of those other very good teams are going to have to pay their players. And now we're going to see how good their GMs are. Yes. they got to pay Herbert. they got to pay Burrow. Yes. And more of Buffalo is like departing. So this will be the real test. Well, we're starting to see the fatal flaws. They will. The flaws that are going to get them are starting to expose themselves on all these teams that were right behind us, that were catching up on us, that were the babies last year. Because you could not hear enough about Josh Allen, how he was the real best quarterback, and how the Bills were the real Super Bowl contender, or even Cincinnati. You could not hear enough about those guys being propped up. Then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Go back to Mahomes. Go go ahead and just focus him on him. We're going to look for someone else. I agree, but still, Cincinnati is a very good place. Yeah, they are. are. Cincinnati is our competition. Uh, So you have to give them credit. Burroughs, excellent. But we'll see if they're going to pay these other guys. But on the other hand, you know, will sign a free agent. They signed to They signed Orlando Brown. Yeah. If they get the right one, yeah. they may do that. Yeah, and then they do stuff like Kadarius Tony. Man, what a pickup. Yeah. You can imagine that guy, if he doesn't get injured next year, how we'll far? His health history is not great. No, we'll I know it isn't. But I think the Chiefs training staff and the staff are better than a lot of the other teams in the league. I would agree. They job of keeping their I would agree. The player, the NFL Players Association, came out with a rating. The players rated all the franchises on that. The Chiefs got a D minus on their training staff. Oh, I did see. Mostly because the head trainer, everyone hates him. They say the rest of the training staff is awesome and wonderful, but the the guy who's in charge is just a real jerk, and nobody can stand him. And he pressures the players to hide injuries from the team. I don't agree with that 100%. No, no. no. So the, uh, the players came out and said, yeah, training staff's great, but get rid of this guy who's in charge. We hate him. So I think he's going to be gone. I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it's like You can look at the whole article online, and some of it makes some sense, but some of it doesn't. Some of it sounds personal, like maybe he wasn't the nicest guy to talk to. You know, so I see a little bit of everything, but you know what? I mean, I have complete confidence in Beach and Reed, and uh, I forgot the president's name. Uh, Donovan. Donovan, yeah, Mark Donovan. All of them, I have complete trust in all of them, and they'll do the right thing. If this guy needs to stay in there, he'll be there. If he needs to go, he'll be gone. Nice talking to you. Yeah, you too. What's your name? My name is Paul. Paul, well, welcome back. When do you go back to Portland? Today. 
Oh, today? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I hope your flight's a little bit better than my one I had to Long Beach a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Long Beach, California? Yes. Yeah, I used to live there. Oh, okay. What happened in Long Beach? Oh, it was, uh, it was the bumpiest ride I've ever encountered in my life. That thing was just crazy, and he said because of all the storms that are coming in over there, and I could not believe it. I go to Long Beach, and what does it do? Rains and rains and rains. Right now, they're they're grateful. Yeah, yeah, their their drought's probably over for a little bit. Oh yeah, is is Lake Mead getting felled, or do you know? I think it's getting some. It has to because that's yeah, all that runoff goes. Yeah. But I think it's mostly staying a little north, but, you know, it has to help. Everything has to help. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. All right. Hey, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. I think California's not going to burn as much this year. Yeah. No, the they're rains. not. Yeah, that's, that's right. Help. You know, the cool thing is this right here. Uh, this is why the city market is so cool. We don't even get the same thing at the Filthy Bean. No, huh? You know, the people here just want to talk, and they have stuff to say. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. It's awesome. Yep. I went, well, you was talking about Orlando Brown. I, I read yesterday that the Bears have said that no matter what it takes to sign Orlando Brown, they're going to do it. That they're tells me much, that we need to walk on him. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty much telling every team, go ahead and make offers, but we're going to outbid you because we're getting him. Because what was their quarterback was sacked like 55 times. Yeah. <laughs> well, he couldn't hurt. I'll put it like this. If you're to rate the uh, – the entire offensive line, he would probably get the worst rating to me is Orlando Brown. Mm-hmm. I thought on his side there's constantly leaks and yeah. blown coverages and he <clears throat> he did better this year, but he I don't think he's worth near the money they've been paying. And I think the Chiefs supported that. Yeah. And I, I I get it. There wasn't anybody better. You know, they needed somebody at least that good and they well, couldn't get anybody better. Since they so won they the Super Bowl. Yeah. They uh Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. So now they got to look at a different way of doing it because of a lot of different perspectives, not only monetary, but other perspectives yeah. too. Yeah. Because I think they're going to grow on the stretch the field small ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with the enemy going. Oh, yeah. I think that Matt Nagy, it's all his again. Yeah, and if you've got a younger or rookie left tackle in there, then you're going to want faster, quicker releases on the passes. Yes. You don't want Mahomes hanging back there. No, I think they're going to play within their means. And I think that no matter what type of play you play, Mahomes can play it better. Yeah, I should so, agree. Yeah. It's like this. Excuse Who me. had more running yards between Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes? I think it was Mahomes. <laughs> By quite a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> But who was the runner of both of them? Hurts was supposed to be the scrambling quarterback. Yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be the guy that can just take off and tear anything out at yeah. any time. Oh, my God. And Mahomes was one-legged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man, that was awesome. <clears throat> that's another thing that needs to be said is beating you at your own game. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the Chiefs did very well. Yeah. So yeah. I remember watching that game and noticing that for pretty much most of the game, the Eagles were taking every bit of the play clock. They were taking the play that clock down move. to five well seconds coached. or so. Yeah, And it makes sense because you do that all game long and you add up those extra 10 and 12 seconds in there, and that adds up to five or six minutes that Mahomes wasn't on the field. They knew this, And that's too. the whole yeah. idea. As long as Mahomes is off the field, slow down and take your time. I call that the Bill Parcells. Yeah, and I always thought like his uh, his um, quarterback 
harassing, uh, mm. in-your-face type of play was a throwback to the yeah. Bill Parcells, Marty Ball, Smash Mouth. Yeah. Like, just uh-huh. like get in their face, just like rattle them, hit them guy. hard, throw them to the ground, scream yeah. at them, mm-hmm. tell them they're yours, you know, that stuff. Yeah. And um, so that type of a play would pretty much confirm what I thought. Yeah. People were saying, oh, they got this new style of quarterback. No. It wasn't really about that. No. It was about their defense having the most sacks ever among the their you know their defensive backs and and whoever in their yeah. scheme, you know. Yeah, that's that's something to watch when your team when your defense is getting a lot of sacks. <clears throat> is it your defensive linemen just getting natural pressure, or is it like safeties coming in on blitzes? Well, that's why I left it open ended. Yeah. Um, to me, the Chiefs do a little bit of all of that, depending on the situation and what could happen. If it's a running quarterback, I think it's more of a safety. Yeah. If it is a stable quarterback, then you're going to see more of the defensive ends, like a Chris Jones. Yeah. Or 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 um, you know or a, a Dunlop or someone like that that's going to get in there. Yeah. I remember back in the '80s when I started really getting into the nuts and bolts of football instead of just watching it for fun. Uh, I remember a show it's saying just, it's so much fun. Yeah, it just uh, the show was saying how they were talking about the leading tackler on the Chiefs was uh, a safety. I can't remember. It might have been Jerron Cherry at the time. Probably Jerron Cherry. I think there was another one that was Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. There was Kevin Ross too. I can't remember which one was the corner and which one was the safety. It also depended on their speed. Yeah. Because if you had a slower one that was in the, in the middle there out of necessity and not because he could just do it, yeah. you know. But the, the point they were making, they were saying that, you know, the leading tackler is in the secondary. And they Which say what that means is that the opposing team is getting past your linemen, past your linebackers, and into your secondary before somebody can tackle them. And that's how come we were so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so at the first I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. And then they said <laughs> what it meant. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, if, if your D tackles are getting a lot of, of tackles, then that means that they're stopping plays cold. But if your free safety is making a lot of tackles, that means they're getting 20 yards down the field. <laughs> yeah. Who was the mid-'80s? We went to the playoffs one time in yes. the 80s. Uh-huh. It might have been 84, 85, 86. something like that. It, it was 86. 86. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was a year after the Royals went to the World Series and won it Yeah. against the Cardinals. Um Trying to think of who the quarterback was. Was it Bill Kenny still? Hang I think on. by 86, Kenny was gone. Um, I can't remember if Blackledge was still there. Blackledge was drafted in 84, so he probably was still there. Maybe it was Bill Kenny. Okay. But we, uh, man, I'm, 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 I don't remember who the quarterback was. I don't think he was all that great. Yep, they're ten and six, second in AOC. Yeah, they squeaked into the playoffs mm-hmm. on the strength of their special teams. It was Bill Kenny. Okay. <laughs> you want to hear his stats? No, sure. One hundred sixty-one for three hundred eight attempts. That's like About half. half. Less, yeah. One thousand nine hundred twenty-two yards. Mm, pretty mediocre. Uh, they had Joe Delaney. Oh, wow. As a runner, so he okay. took some of that off, yeah. but not all of it. 
13 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, oh. and 18 rushes, 18 yards rushing. Gosh. So not only could he not throw, but he couldn't run either. Wow, 13 and 11. That's that's pretty close to the same number of touchdowns and interceptions. Their leading receiver was Stephon Page at 829 yards. Man, Second was Carlos Carson for 497. I remember him. And then the other ones I'm not even going to mention is yeah. like way under. Um, See, I remember Larry Moriarty and Herman Hurd were running backs back then. Yep. Um, Lead sacker is a guy named Pete Koch, K-O-C-H. Huh. Five. No, no, no. Bill Moss. Bill seven, Moss. Okay. Seven sacks. I remember Bill. Number sixty-three. Yeah, old Moss. And Pete Koch was the second one at five point five. Lewis Cooper was the third at four. Oh, he's a linebacker. Oh no, Art Still was ten and Art a half. Art Still, sacks. yeah. Had a pretty good defense actually. Not bad for back then. Yeah. Let yeah. me the, see. As I recall, the offense was pretty bad, but the defense was okay, and the special teams were crazy. Yeah. Yep. And they were blocking kicks and running kicks back. That was right. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I'm trying to find some of these. Here, let's see. 1986 running backs. A lot of birds. Yes. <laughs> Especially when I'm looking up running backs. Yeah. Let's see, there was a, a Todd McNair for a while. Yeah. Played for the Chiefs. Mm, okay. There's a Todd McNair and a Steve McNair. One was a quarterback for the Titans. The other was a chief. Um, I think Joe Delaney may have already been uh, already passed away. I yeah. don't see him. I on think here. he had one season. That was it. Just one. I season? think he had just one season, and then in the off season, he died. Drowned. He drowned saving some kids. Yes, because Herman Hurd. <laughs> Bruce King, Ken Lacey, Mike Pruitt is the one I remember. Yeah. Hmm. See, it was Carlos. I think Carlos Car- Carson came out once to a bar where my band was playing, and we started talking about football. He was a good player, and it was it was odd as he really wasn't all that big. I mean, for an '80s wide receiver. You know, nowadays they're all closer to seven feet, but he was he was right around six except feet, maybe for, a little uh, more. Except for Hill, Tyreek yeah. Hill. Yeah. But, yeah, he's what four foot two or. <laughs> yep. But yeah, some of those older football players like these guys really weren't all that big. <laughs> Something else. Now they're just these big genetic freaks that are huge. Oh wow, I was way off with Delaney. He died in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I thought he was a little earlier. In Monroe, Indiana. Wow, yep. And I remember he was saving kids. That's why you will never see a number 37 in a Chiefs uniform. And there shouldn't be. It should, yeah, it should be. Okay. Okay, he had two seasons for the Chiefs. He had 329 carries for 1,501 yards and only three touchdowns. He was selected to play one Pro Bowl. Wow, they must not have handed him the ball down to the goal line. I guess not. You know, for a while there, it was common for a team to have one 
running back they would use between the twenties, and then a different one they'd use down near the goal line. Goal okay. Line. His uh, his uh, nineteen eighty one season, he had one thousand one hundred twenty one yards, fifteen point six attempts per goal, fifteen point six yards. Wow. No, 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 no. That's some other stat. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yards per carry, 4.8, which is very good. That is good, yeah. Yeah. Now, in 1982, did he die in the middle of the season? No, it was during the offseason. 1982, he only had eight games played, 95 attempts, 380 yards. Maybe got hurt. He must have got hurt. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. He's 5'10", 184 pounds, so he's a big... Big guy, physical. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think in the '80s they still used the fullback a lot down the goal line. Goal line. So the running back or halfback wouldn't necessarily get a lot of touchdowns because they had a short yard specialist guy coming down there and pound it in. Yeah. Yep. Let's see here, Christian Aquay. You know how many yards he had his greatest season? Mm-hmm. 1989, he had 1,480 yards. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Yep. 90, 1990 he had 805. 91 he had 1,031. Yeah, so he got injured quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. There was that one game that Okoye and Barry Word both went <laughs> out over 100 yards rushing. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. Barry Word actually became the predominant rusher. Yeah, he was the, he was because, the better running back. Yeah, Okoye was hurt uh, quite a bit. <clears throat> Okoye could basically go in one direction and just get faster. He couldn't change. He couldn't cut back. He couldn't maneuver. So once once defenses figured him out, they're like, if we can get him going one direction, he can never change. So yeah. that's how they handled Okoye. Yep. And, uh, Barry Word was able to change direction a little better. Yeah, <laughs> yep. The Word was out, like you said. Once you stopped him, you hit him at the knees and knocked yep. him down, and they started getting to him very well, actually. Yeah. Okay. What was Derek Thomas's greatest season? How many sacks did he have? Oh, I'm going to say 18 and a half sacks. He had 20 sacks in 1990. Oh, close. Really close. His yeah. second greatest season, how many did he have? Then I'll say 18 and a half. For 14 and a half. 14. Oh, okay. In 92. There was that one game against the Seahawks. He was trying to set the single single game sack record, but he quite get it. And if he had gotten it, that would have sealed the victory, too. The yeah, Seahawks wound up winning. Yeah, they did. I remember that, too. Yeah, I was out deer hunting with my brother, and we were more interested in listening to the game on the radio than <laughs> seeing if Bambi was wandering across the field. <laughs> did you know he only had one interception in his entire career? At 20? Yeah, I don't remember Derek Thomas ever really intercepting. But 20 fumble recoveries. Yeah. Four for touchdowns. Oh, wow. And three safeties. Cool. He has a pretty impressive career. His lowest number was 1999, seven sacks. Mm. He must have been injured because he played that whole season. Yeah. He he got in the wreck trying to get to the airport to go to the championship game in St. Louis that year. Yeah. So. Remember that year in the the 80s when the Giants won the Super Bowl? Yeah. With Bill Parcells? The Um, second time. The Lawrence Taylor was on uh, Jim Rome's show one Uh day talking about that. I forget who the Giants beat in the Super Bowl that one time, but 
some AFC team, of course, but <laughs> he said, uh, LT said, uh, he admitted that the night before the game, he and his friends... Was it the Bengals? Bengals played the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's the Boomer um, Esiason. Yeah. Um, LT said that he and some other teammates got their money together and called a call girl and had him had her go to the hotel room of the other team's best player and just wear his ass out. Oh, I did see that, yeah. yes. Wear his ass out having sex all night. And he had a horrible game. And he had a horrible game. Yeah, LT was so proud of that. And there again, human trafficking. L- everyone who that idolizes wasn't LT. Wasn't it? No, what? Nope. Jim Rome just laughed his ass off about it. And that's human trafficking. Yep. They bought a human being for several hours. That's, That's disgusting, up, yeah. But everyone giggles about how cute it was that Lawrence Taylor did that. That's awful. Actually, it is. It wow. is. It's, it's really awful, you know? Um, you know, on a slightly different note, you ever uh, look at people and think they look like a bag of lettuce? Yeah, I can kind of see that with some people. They're yeah. just... <laughs> well, I do. And here's the people I compiled up. Okay. My number one is Renee Zellweger. Yeah. She yeah. looks like a bag of lettuce. She's about the most bland person anymore. Oh, she that plastic like, surgery was a bad mistake. Looks like a bag of lettuce and yeah. acts like one, too. Yeah, she's about as exciting as a, as a turnip sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. <laughs> number two is Patrick Duffy. Oh, yeah, that guy's boring as hell. Didn't he do... He was on Dallas, but he, didn't he also play uh, Man from Atlantis? Yes, he did. Yeah. He even looked more like a bag of lettuce on Man from Atlantis. Yeah, you yeah. know, they're humping fish. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Man from Atlantis is one step below Aquaman. Did I say David Mern? No, you haven't said David Mern yet. Okay. David Mern, of, uh, he's uh, ABC World News tonight. Oh, yeah, Talking Head. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a bag of lettuce and talks like a bag of lettuce. <laughs> the the ex Prince Andrew. Oh yeah. He looks yeah. like an angry bag of lettuce. Yes, that doesn't sweat. Yeah, that doesn't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so it couldn't be him, guys. Yes. <laughs> the last one I have, I didn't get very far on this, but I just thought it deserved honorable mention today. Chris Chandler. Yeah. And our quarterback talk and Jim Rome talk just remind me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, anyhow, it is now, let's see, um, today's the 13th of March. It is 2.12 p.m. And Laura Lightfoot is still not mayor of Chicago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they said uh, the murder rate actually went down a little bit in Chicago, but all other violent crime went way up. So whatever she was doing just didn't work. <laughs> I could see the same thing happening here in KC, too. <coughs> yeah. Got all this stuff going on, but crime is out of control. Mm. And you think people aren't paying attention? Look at Chicago. Mm. It's coming for all these other people mm. that are out there smiling and trying to defund the cops and thinking this is all cute and that's all cute. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how this one turns out. So many politicians in charge of you know large metropolitan areas in this country 
are just letting themselves be blown whichever way public opinion blows them. And or they not, think. Yeah. They yeah. think they know. They get a focus the, group together and say, what yeah. do the people want? What are the people who are going to vote for me Obviously, they want? don't really know. Yeah. They think they do, but they don't. Because yeah. if they did know, they wouldn't have, uh, mm. they wouldn't be losing like they are. Yeah, it's definitely an imprecise uh, method, but... Uh, you know, like like any other business who wants to stay in business, they say, "What do our cost of customers want, and how do we get it to them?" Another so problem with Laura Lightfoot is, is she's not likable anyhow. No, no, no really redeeming qualities. Kind of a nasty little bitter bitch. <clears throat> and you know, for everyone's supposed lip service about you know everyone is beautiful, everyone. Yeah, Laura Lightfoot is physically unattractive, and she's paying a price because of that. If she were gorgeous. People would have given her a pass. She would have been a lot, a lot, of a lot of different ones. Mm-hmm. But the I'm fact not, that she's I'm not, not talking gorgeous. about her physical looks, though. No, I'm but talking I'm, about I'm her. Saying that matters. Yeah, no, it does matter. I, it's I not agree. supposed to, but the same people who say everyone's beautiful are saying, "Ew, I don't like the way she looks. Get her out." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, I agree. Yeah. Yep. No, if she was a, a good-looking woman, she would have been allotted a lot more leniency on how everything was going. That's just the way it works. Beautiful people get a pass. They do. It's yeah. all yeah, it's our society and how our yeah. society's been raised. Yeah. Yep. We've been trained to accept this. Yeah. And it's real. If it's Roseanne real. Barr looked like Scarlett Johansson, she could have said what she said and still had a TV show. You're right. But because she looks like Roseanne Barr, they weren't they wouldn't put up with it. Isn't it like the family guy that does a spoof on good looking guy? Mm-hmm. Good-looking guy goes around and murders babies and kills uh-huh. people in the face, old women in the face. They go, "Oh, hang on, wait on. It's okay. He's good-looking." Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. Oh, we're sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. It is. Oh, oh shit. shit! What's, What's that, that over there? there? Oh no! It's this island, island of horrible, horrible jokes. jokes. Ugh. A wooden shoe in my toilet. I guess it was clogged. <laughs> Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.